Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, welcome to Let It Fly Show. I am Michael Severe, joined by, of course, my partner, Josh Jones, Creighton University and Central High School legend. <laughs> legend. That's Thank with, you, with a capital L. Yeah. And then like a little tiny G, then a big old D. That's what it is. Legend right here. We are, of course, recording live inside the yeah. premier sports bar yeah. in, I'd say, the country. Forget Nebraska. Or I Soma. think the country, too, In the bro. country. Upscale, right. TVs, everything you could possibly want from the Let It Fly Sports Bar in the Capital District. It is outstanding. I love it. The greatest thing I love about it is the food. The food is I'm really good. Real man, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and breaking yeah. down the TV options. Yeah. No pun intended. So many. To this beautiful yeah, nacho. we're gonna get to that yeah, in a second. No yeah. We got the TV options. I'm gonna go with first. Right. The people, because everybody who works here has been great to me every time. Maybe me not too. to everybody, but to me, me they've been too. good. And then I'd go. And not the food's good, but it just yeah. that shows you how good everything else is around. Yeah, it. for sure. So all that together. Yeah. Uh, coming up on the schedule this week, we'll go through it and we'll get to the food real quick. Um, Creighton volleyball versus UConn on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Come on out. It's gonna be fun. Five o'clock. And you know what Saturday is? You're talking about this Saturday? This Saturday. Oh, we play again. Huskers. Beyond that, which Huskers? Nebraska the, the volleyball. volleyball. Yeah, yeah. Number yeah. two team in the country yeah. versus the number one team in the country, the Wisconsin, the Wisconsin, Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah, right. Come on out. That's going to yeah. be at 7 o'clock. You know, that game is probably going to be um, to me. Yeah. I think Nebraska is going to dominate. And I'm not just saying that. They just haven't beaten Wisconsin in like I know twelve but times. It's just this number I keep I mentioning so. to you, man. I, know, I hope you so. You can't play in front of ninety-two thousand and three, <laughs> three people and just not feed off that momentum for the rest well, of the season. I hope you're you right. You know, they lose. I they, hope you're right. They win this. They lose. You know, deeper into the season, and then mm-hmm. they win it all. And when, I'd love to see that. Watch. I wouldn't mind seeing them going defeated too. Also, Nebraska football is at two thirty against Northwestern, and Creighton volleyball versus Providence at three, yep. and then all day. College watch party. Come on out. Watch yep. college football. Yep. Sunday, we've got the brunch that happens from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's the NFL party brunch. Yep. Chiefs-Jaguars, 325 is the highlighted game of the day. That's going to be tight. And I want to tell you about this because mm-hmm. you'll probably be here. You're that kind of guy. You'll be partying all the time. You sure um, <laughs> Halloween party here at Let It Fly. All right, so now I got to cut you off. Thursday, I, my birthday October is October 26th. Not, uh, it's not Halloween. Yeah. It could be before Halloween because but, they knew your birthday was on Halloween. Yeah. But I don't party, though. And it wasn't because, you know yeah, why they can't have it on Halloween? Because it's like a Monday, right? This year? Tuesday. That's why You'd they can't. You'd be surprised, bro. They can't do it. So Thursday, yeah. they're going to do it on the 26th. Big yeah. Halloween party here. Two things. Mm-hmm. One, silent disco. Yeah. So you have these headphones you put on and For different sure. music plans. I've disco? never been to a silent. I've been to a real disco. It, yeah, because I'm old. But I, ain't, it, I ain't yeah. never been so to it, a silent it, disco. It's, it's multiple DJs. Yeah. and according to the color, yeah. that's the vibe. Yes, you know. So, or you can uh, listen to football, like whatever sports are on TV. Yeah. And another one too. Yeah, right. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Also, ten dollar entry and first and second. Place best costume, win a prize. Oh, yeah. So it's October 26th. Yeah. 10.30 is the yeah. time it starts. 10.30 sure. to 1 o'clock. All right. Yeah. 
You can always reserve a table. Go to letitflyomaha.com yeah. and get that. My favorite dish of the week. We have it right here. Yeah, you asked for this. Every week, we pick one dish, yep. sometimes two to highlight. Yeah, sometimes this week, I pick your dish. Sometimes you pick my You always copy my dish. Um, the Let It Fly nachos in a can. Right. It's part yummy. It's part display, right? Yeah. Yep. And to display it for us, let me tell you what's in the can first. Ground <laughs> beef, yep. spices, black beans, melted cheddar, yep. cilantro, Pico de gallo, jalapeno, and sour cream. Yep. To help us out with this, Meg M is going to come over, and she's going to show us how you display at the table the nachos in a can. It's cool. Have you, you done eat- this before? Uh, one time. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. It's okay. all good if you she's don't done. get it right. It, it doesn't have to be perfect, okay. but let's let's go. Let's show us what happens when you do nachos in a can. You just kind of bring it up there. And it kind of stays stacked for a second. Look at that. Quick pictures. Oh, that's pretty good, right? It's all good. Oh, yeah. on the table. I'm going to take this one right here. Yeah, Josh. right. I'm going to eat this one right here. Now, the thing about um, Ooh, wow. this yeah. is when I look at all Let It Fly portions of food, yeah. they all are literally like entrees to me. You know? This is 12 uh, that, bucks. That is why. Beats two people. Exactly. Yes, sir. That is why. I don't, is it? It might be. Is it 12 bucks, right? Is it 17? Oh, my fault. Yeah. I wrote down 12. I apologize. I don't know where I got anyway, that. Anyway, I just like the anyway, food. Anyway, it's good. That's why I like the food. And it's good. Hey, sure. come in. Come in and say you know By the way, I'm, a King box- Val. I'm, I'm, a, I'm boxing this and I'm going to take it to go. So you're not, you can't take nachos to go. Yeah. Gonna, when you come in, I'm, I'm you tell them you know King Val we just so opposite. and they'll give it to you for 12 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell them Val sent you. Say Val sent me. He told me it was $12. That's funny. Why Val be treating me like that? Yeah, no doubt. No, this is a good call though, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you haven't came to eat the food, you got to come. I promise. Come and hang out, man. For sure. And eat the food. The $17 tan nachos. You know what it needs? More jalapenos. Yeah, you a jalapeno guy, too? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I'm a jalapeno yeah, guy. For sure. You ever... So back in the day, they just brought them back. But we used to go to Church's Fried Chicken. Okay. Like Church's Chicken? Church's Chicken. Word. And they would have giant... Pickled jalapenos. Mm-hmm. I mean, like this big. Mm-hmm. Now Popeyes has brought them back. Popeyes now they're not as big. Yeah. Pickled jalapenos. You eat your chicken. Pickled jalapeno. Little red beans and rice. Yeah. Fries. Biscuit. For sure. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Right. Yeah. No doubt. Let me yeah. wipe my face here. You good, um, man? You good? I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't do you like that. <laughs> Here's what we got coming up on the show today. We have the head coach of yep. Union Omaha. That's cool. That's they cool. are getting ready to play in the semifinals yep. of the USL yep. one. Playoffs. Well, really, like, new they don't know coach, they're right? going to play it. Yeah, he's new. He's yeah, his first yeah. year. You know, Jay Mims was here from the beginning, uh-huh. left for a minute, came back. Um, but now he's gone. Mm-hmm. And the new coach's name is Dominic Kashiote. Mm. Not sure that's right. Yeah. That's what I do. Kashiato. That's it right there. <laughs> Kashiato. Yeah. Dominic. We're going to see him in a little while. He's going to come join us. And for then sure. also a former Husker, the morning personnel. He's the ball, bro. Oh, man. I mean, pump returns. Yeah. Yeah. I, one of ball. my keys, <laughs> one of my ball. keys this week. Yeah. When we get to keys into the show. What's his eligibility? It's about him. Oh, okay. Oh, my bad. It's about him. Yeah. It's about him. <laughs> it's got a special theme to the keys this for week. For sure. For sure. The first person. Yeah. That figures out the theme to the keys. The first person. Yeah. Gets notches for 12 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> First person. We're right. also going to do an opponent breakdown. Yeah. And we'll get into the keys and For do sure. our predictions as well. Yeah. So before we get, our guests aren't here yet, right? Nobody here yet? Okay. Before we get to yep. our guests, uh-huh. next week, mm-hmm. one of your favorite things starts. 
What's that? Basketball? The NBA. You're right. NBA starts next week, next yeah. Thursday. Yeah. As we tape this on I've been Thursday. I'm kind of watching. I watched Golden State, Sacramento. So you watched the preseason. Night. Yeah, a little Give bit. Give me something that you're looking forward to in this upcoming 2023-2024 NBA season. The balance of basketball. To me, it's like every team in the, on the East and the West got somebody or some duo yeah. or some trio that actually can make a run. Even though the the Bucks and the Celtics are probably like uh, the favorites, yeah, yeah, definitely. Milwaukee. You know? I, wanna, I don't want to leave yeah. Milwaukee out. Yeah, I think you you For add sure. that to yeah. what they already had. Yeah, no doubt. I don't know yeah. if you leave Milwaukee. I mean, out. you got now you got Dame Dollar playing with uh, Giannis. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, but no, I mean, and the West is so yeah. deep, right? But I'm, but but the West is deeper than that can. I mean, <laughs> but 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 the landslide of basketball is amazing. Yeah. Uh, on not landslide, but how it's balanced now. But that landscape, point, land, whatever. Yeah, there I you got go. You, brother. But yeah, so I just feel like it's one of those things where they starting off with that playing tournament. Mm-hmm. Like, gonna be fun. I'm excited now because I used to like wait to like Christmas. Yeah, man, to watch basketball. I ain't trying to do that. I was all you know? yeah, locked up in the, you know? in NFL and college, yeah. and, then, and yeah. then you'll watch it for Christmas, and then you wait for marquees, and then you wait for the playoffs. Yeah, and then the finals. But now it's like. Sports has been popping. I've been saying that all year. Here's all yeah, I want sports to happen. Has been popping, yeah. All I want to happen. Yeah. As a young man in 1977. Okay. Dr. J left the ABA and moved to the NBA and became a member of the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. Young seven-year-old Michael Severe, actually eight years old when he got there. Severe fell in love with, with Dr. Dr. J, J and the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. All I want this year for Christmas, my birthday, everything else, is for James Harden to get shipped out of Philadelphia. I don't care where he goes. I don't care what we get back. So is he staying? I, want I thought he wanted to go. Gone. Though. He, he wanted- wants to be gone. Right. We want him gone. Everybody wants him gone. He can't stand the general manager. Yeah. Be gone. For sure. He's ruined more teams than Kardashians. This yeah. dude ruins teams is what he does. Yeah, no doubt. Get out. Yeah, no I don't, that's all I want. Yeah. I also yeah. want to check up. So last Friday, uh, Stanford played... Um, uh, Colorado. Yeah. Did you watch it? Did you Man, stay up and watch that? Let me tell you. Did you stay up and watch that? I did you stay up and watch look, it? 29 dude, nothing and a half? Did you go I, to bed? I didn't get to watch the game at all because I wasn't at home. Okay. But I'll tell you. Where were you at like 2 o'clock in the morning? Uh, You know. Oh, right. right. No, no I don't party. Okay. No, no, no. My, me, and my, me and my family, uh, we were out. Okay. Yeah, you know, we was out with okay. family. That's cool. But, uh, but, when I looked at like, you know, you go through your phone, you look at the score, I'm like, dang, 29-0, okay. Yep, 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 and yep. then I go back uh, the next day, yeah. and I see like a three-point win. I'm like, dang, they came back on Colorado like that, and won- and Colorado won? No. But they came back and beat Colorado? Yeah, overtime. I couldn't tell you nothing about the game. Well, I watched, um, I had like, the money line for Stanford. And let me just say, <laughs> I was disappointed. I know. <laughs> at halftime. Yeah. Because, you know, I bet against but, Colorado I mean, every week. I, you didn't watch or Oh no, I watched. I'm watching. I'm at home watching what it. Happened? So middle middle of the third it really all changed yeah. the first drive of the third quarter. Right. And you could even go back to the middle of the second quarter. So in the middle yeah. of the second quarter, right. um, Stanford and their best wide out just barely missed for a touchdown. For like sure. he was open, ball went through his hands. Yeah. And you're like, well, damn, they can get behind. And you could tell that Travis Hunter wasn't Travis Hunter yet. Right. You know, like he's rusty, been out. Like yeah. rusty. So the second half, sure. first drive, they come back to the exact same play. Yep. Touchdown. Dang. Like six yards. And okay. you're like, okay, they can score as right. long as they slow Colorado down. Right. That's what I was worried about. How many times did the Shador get sacked? Eight, seven. It was a lot. God. It was a lot. It was a lot. And and they went four or five drives in a row without scoring. That was, just, that was the big part of it. While Stanford's momentum was going and going and going, they get to the overtime and 
And right away, Colorado scores. Yeah. So Stanford's got to score to get back at it. Yeah. Then Colorado has the ball, and Colorado throws a a pick, pick I bet. in the corner yeah. of the end zone. That's tough. He was just trying to get away from wow. the thing. I can't up. take it on my ears. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. And then they, uh, they get the field goal to win. That's what Dang. it was. Yeah. That's so, tragic. Yeah, yeah. That was not tragic at all. It was a, That's tragic. It was a beautiful now, thing. Now, I'll tell you this, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, beautiful thing. Like, to me, for a team to uh, lose like that, yeah. um, I think that just comes down to just straight, like, that's just straight, like, heart and hype. Sometimes you can get into yeah. a, a, a place where you just ball and think mm-hmm. you're doing your thing. And, you know, you wear the aura of, sure. you know, Colorado. Yeah. And, it, and it probably been. I can them, tell you, you what know? Dion said yeah. after the game. He said that too many guys on the team like playing football. But they don't love it. They don't. They got to learn to love football. That's, That's what up. he said. That's what he said. He's got to be com- more committed. Yeah. They got to be able to do the things they're supposed to do. Right. Do their job, and he said, "Not enough guys did that." That's tragic. And so though. it wasn't tragic. It was a it was an amazing thing. My wife woke up <laughs> in the morning, and I walked over and I said, um, "Colorado was leading twenty nine nothing and a half." She's like, "Oh, really?" And I go, "And they lost." And she's like, "Because <laughs> oh, she had a horrible experience in Boulder." Oh, really? We talk about like, that later. Bad. We talk about. She didn't that like yet. that at all. For sure. Real quick, so North, no guess, right? Yep. Guess uh-huh. here yet? No? Okay. So, opponent preview. Yeah. Northwestern. Uh-huh. I can tell you five or six things about Northwestern. Please. The most important thing to tell you about Northwestern, uh-huh. okay, is they're bad on offense. Oh, yeah, I know that. Because you know yeah. Nebraska's not great, right? Yeah. And you know Iowa yeah. is horrible. Right. Northwestern is right there near Iowa. Right, which makes for a good football game. Maybe. <laughs> we <laughs> shall see. They are bottom 30 in almost every category. Yeah. Second lowest yards in the Big Ten to Iowa. Mm. Second lowest amount of first downs to Do Iowa. Do they got a new quarterback? Well, so they, I'll get to that. So they okay. have, not right. only do they have yeah, a new quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ben Bryant yeah. started the season. Right. Ben Bryant was a three-time transfer. Uh-huh. He actually transferred to Cincinnati twice. <laughs> I mean, sound like a Koya gal to me. <laughs> do what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. So he got hurt two weeks ago, uh-huh. and they brought this other kid in before the bye week. Word. And Brendan O'Sullivan Sullivan's more of a runner. Yeah. And so he played against um, he played against Howard. Yep. And played okay. He's kind of a runner. We don't know who's starting on Saturday, so mm. we don't know. They'll either have Sullivan, who's a running quarterback, or yeah. they'll have Brian, who's a throwing quarterback. We don't know. Right. But we know this. 22 sacks in six games. They've been sacked a lot. Right. 149 yards, second most. The only team to have more sacks is the team we talked about last time, Illinois. Illinois had more sacks. Um, they don't get a lot of penalties. That's good. But they are bad on offense. And whether it's Ben Bryant or if it's Brendan Sullivan, like I said, they give up a ton of sacks because their offensive line is not good. Man. So their offensive line is not good. They have a pretty good run game. When they can get some open yeah. space, but it's not, it's a lot of tackles for loss. Now, the, the thing about Nebraska is yeah. um, there was a point in time where I was like, man, this looks like one of the best defenses in the country. And they're, st- they're still really good right they now, got, despite what happened against Yeah, they got Michigan. moments where I see yeah. like them yeah. actually, you know. Despite Michigan game, they're yeah. still, if you go by, so if you go by run defense, yeah. Nebraska is one of the best in the country. Mm-hmm. Because people don't run the ball as much because they can't, so their passing numbers are down a little bit. But they're still very good. For sure. Uh, last thing about them, they haven't missed a kick yet this year. Ooh. They're four for four field That's goals tough. and hit all their extra, uh, extra That's points. That's nice. It's pretty good. That's nice. I have no problem yeah. with that. Good for them. Having a good kicker yeah. is so important. I know. And we're hoping yeah. that Tristan Ovano gets that groove I going. I think he just, that's my boy. I think oh, I'm, just, I'm with you. I, I hope he gets that he groove just a going nervous, man. to where he, yeah. you know, he hit two, he then he had the bad snap and he just barely missed it. Yeah. So I think he's going to get going and so. get like that. Um, one more guy to injury-wise. Henning, number eight, uh-huh. who plays for Northwestern, 
Really good kick returner. Yep. Really good wide receiver. He got banged up against Penn State. Not sure he plays either. That's a critical one Just press him. for Northwestern. If he doesn't play, Brian doesn't play, I don't, I don't really know. You never know. Yeah. Uh, they're good on third down, fourth best in the Big Ten. Um, and they defensively, they're extremely average. They're like ranked anywhere from 100 to 133 yeah. down at the bottom. The last in the Big Ten in sacks, second to last in TFL. So their defense is not scary. Their offense is not scary. Yeah. Nebraska, that's the reason why Nebraska is favored by almost 12 points. We can only lose if we pull a Colorado. Turn the ball over a lot? That's it. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's no it. doubt about that. We'll take a break. We'll come back. we got two guests. We're not quite sure what order they're going to go in. The morning personnel, the former Husker. Yeah. Or... The head man from Union Omaha. One of those two are coming up next. Sunday morning. You can smell it. Game day. And the brisket you've been smoking since last night. A day to be with family, a.k.a. fellow football fans. Traditions make Sundays easy to enjoy. Beers do, too. Bud Light. Easy to Sunday, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the NFL. Enjoy responsibly. 21 plus copyright 2023 Anheuser-Busch. Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. All right, welcome back to the Let It Fly show. Our first guest, it's an honor to have the head coach of Union Omaha and a team that finished first in their league, in the in not the standings, in the table is yeah. where they finished first. Uh-huh. Dominic Cassiato joining us here. We appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, class. Thanks for having me. So, first of all, they tell you you're, you're, you apply for a job in Omaha, right? Yeah. Would you know about Omaha? Would you know about Nebraska when you accepted the job? Uh, gotta be honest, not a lot. Yeah, but I know about Warren Buffett being from here. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, I used to work at St. John's, so I knew of Creighton. I actually knew the coach of Creighton a little bit. Uh, I knew about UNO a little bit. I, uh-huh. knew, I knew about Iowa Western, so I knew about some of the soccer programs that were here. Right. I knew about the town a little bit, but but not much. Um, and then my wife and I, we drove up from El Paso. That's where we were based before. Sure. And uh, we quickly found out how bad the weather is here in the winter. <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you. I'll be the first <laughs> to tell you. to El Paso, yeah. You will get four seasons in a day. Oh, In a day. You know? It's insane. Yeah. It? It's yeah. insane. We, we drove up, and I think it was... I think want to say nine hours or straight snow on the yeah. day that we drove. Did you come up in January? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's our yeah. worst, our worst snow month. Y'all was, ha- y'all was January. Lord, three hours in. Was you rethinking it? <laughs> no, she was. She was. We, uh, I think it was Kansas, right? Yes, yeah, Kansas. Kansas. So we're driving through Kansas. Yeah, it starts snowing. It just didn't stop. And I'm like, stop in a minute. Stop in a minute. <laughs> yeah, it nine hours. Stop, so so yeah. how much snow do you get in London? Not a lot. Not a lot, right? We got a lot of rain. Yeah, yeah. But what part of London are you from, by the way? I'm from East London. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, we we get a lot of rain. Yeah, we don't really get any snow. It's just the weather's way more uh, moderate, I guess. You yeah, say. sure. Yeah, yeah. Way less doesn't extreme. get way too hot. Doesn't no. get way too cold. No, no, no. San Diego, San Diego. Got to get to a team in San Diego. That's yeah. the team. That's the town you want to live in. London's nothing like San Diego, by the way. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I know. I, nice. I've, I've been there. It's nothing like. I'm not nothing the same. There's no ocean <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's interesting though. You come here. And you take over a team that, you know, actually obviously had success, yeah. right? So you have a little bit of pressure, but building the team, getting the right people in, putting together your style, was it your first time as a head coach? So I'd been a head coach before at the youth level. and But not at this level, right? Never, never at first team yeah. level of a professional club. What was the hardest part of making that transition being an assistant to being the head guy? I think the amount of decisions you have to make. Mm. You know, as you're an assistant, you're always giving your opinion, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not living and dying by your opinion. Your head coaches, yeah, right. And when you step into the into the hot seat, it's like, okay, every single decision you make has an implication now, good or bad, mm-hmm. on the team, on the players, on your staff. Um, and I, 
don't think there's anything that can really properly prepare you for that until you do it. Right. And until you're in the seat and, and you've got to make those decisions, which take a lot of time and energy and effort. How, <clears throat> excuse me. How has things been with uh, management? Like you got Marty, you got uh, all the guys like that. How, how have they embraced you? Peter's great. I know, you know that. I know yeah, Peter. For sure. He's good. Like yeah. how are things with them? It's been amazing. It's been amazing, honestly. I took the job pretty late. So I think it was three weeks before preseason. Uh, when I accepted the job, and most teams have, have built out 90% of their rosters at that mm-hmm. point. We had, True. I think, 10 or 11 players. Signed wow. Up. So we had to hit the ground running. Uh, I think first and foremost, Peter, who you mentioned, mm-hmm. was amazing in that regard in terms of, all right, Pete, we want to go after this guy and this guy, and then, mm-hmm. you know, a day later, they've got a contract in front of them, and we got a lot of deals over the line that way. Um, obviously, Marty's been fantastic. Gary's been fantastic. These Gary's great. Giving me the opportunity, because I hadn't done it before, right? Right. And, you know, they had a short time window, so to put their faith in somebody that had yeah, been right. a head coach before at a professional yeah. level was a big leap of faith for them. Um, yeah. So I, I owe those guys everything and, and, you know, super thankful that they gave me this opportunity. It's amazing what, what Gary Green has done because, you know, obviously he's from New York, big Mets fan, we love that. But he comes to the Midwest and he's like, you know what? Yeah, baseball's great, but you know they need? They need a soccer club. <laughs> and to start it the way they did... To get the stadium refitted so it fits with you guys, it's it's great to have someone in charge to be so behind you, right? It's fantastic. Uh, obviously, we won the league Saturday night, and, and Gary's out partying with us. Right? Oh, yeah. The guys yeah. love him, and the staff love him. Right. He's just a big personality that uh, just wants the best for everybody. You know? yeah. So, you know, Gary's been fantastic. And, and talking about that support, you know, there was a stage in the season where things weren't going so well, right? Like, you know, any season is never just win, win, win every single week right. and we had a spell where we were tying a lot of games mm-hmm. uh, we were giving up late goals or, or not finding a way to, to get across the line and in that period we went seven games without winning which is a, a big wow. chunk of your season you know and, and throughout that time you know the support I got from Gary from Marty from Peter and from our fans as well was, yeah. was outstanding and, and something I'll never forget so for you like to, to get where you are now as a head coach like how did you get your start in soccer it's funny so I played I wasn't the best player um, so I'd, I'd been over, I'd played kind of high-level semi-professional back yeah. in England. Okay. <clears throat> and, and I kind of just wanted a little bit more. And if you're playing semi-professionally in England, you, yeah. you don't train every day. And, you know, there's certain things that, that kind of limit how good you can become. Mm-hmm. So I was about 18 at the time. Um, ended up coming over to the States on a scholarship uh, to play at a small Division two school called Limestone College in South Carolina. That was the first time in the States? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I came over. Yeah. So you experienced uh, heat pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, we come over, um, played the whole four years, had a great experience, great mm-hmm. time. I think grew up a lot, you know, as a, as a man. But yeah, for sure. You're like Physically and stuff. Right. Went back to England, ended up signing for a team, but then pretty soon after that got injured. And when I got injured, I, it's an injury I could have come back from. Mm-hmm. I was 23 at the time, and I started to think, all right, is this a dream that I'm chasing that mm. I'm never going to catch, mm. you know, as a player? So I started to think, all right, well, I still want to be involved in the game. Do I try and come back from this injury and, you know, maybe play semi-pro or whatever? Or do I get into coaching now when, you know, my peers are going to be still playing? Still right? playing, yeah. thinking about coaching. So ended up taking that, mm. that decision uh, to get into coaching young, and I was really fortunate to get a graduate assistant position at St. John's University. Oh, St. awesome. John's. Yeah. Um, so I started working with the men's program there as an assistant mm. coach and, and just loved it. I loved our head coach, a guy called Dave Mazer, who yep. gave me the job. He's had a ton of success, has, has won national titles, uh, did a national coach of the year. 
and, and straight away I was working with really good players right? and, and in my first coaching job probably should have been working with players of that calibre because right. Right. these kids were really good yeah. guys like Tim Parker who's gone on to play for the national yeah. team yep. laid, played in yep. MLS for a long time um, so straight away I was exposed to high level coaching but also high level players in this country mm. which I hadn't been exposed to before at Division 2 um, and just being around Coach Mazer I think really whetted my appetite for, for more and getting better and yeah. trying to develop myself so um, that's how I got started uh, the rest of my journey is a long one I had coached at pretty much every single level in this country right. um, I had a pit stop in Spain for two years where I went over there and, and learned Spanish Okay. Barcelona or Madrid, like, which close, what area? I was in Barcelona. And oh, my God, it's so like, beautiful. Is it Spanglish or you can fluently speak <laughs> it? Because me, I, I can hear a little bit of Spanish, but I can't speak it, man. No, I'm still having problems of English, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to speak Spanish now? You're asking for a lot, you know. That's funny. Uh, my, my wife is a Spanish teacher. Nice. Oh, wow. Oh, so she corrects you. That's awesome. So, yeah, listen, I can't get away from it. Right? Yeah, I yeah. No excuses. Right. Um, I should correct myself. She's not a Spanish teacher. She's from the Dominican Republic and fluent in Spanish. For, yeah. But she's a teacher. So. Yeah. Have you been back? Have you been to the Dominican? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? It's, we went to honeymoon there. We've been in trips there. It's, it's my favorite, probably my favorite place in the world. It's paradise. Where it's incredible. We went to Puerto Plata, okay. that area, okay. and then we went, we were going to go to Puerto Canada a second time. Okay. We went back to Puerto Plata because we loved it so much. Wow. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it is. Amazing. They roll the cigars right in front of you. They yeah. make the rum right there. Man. The people are amazing. We went to, tr they cook in the, these little houses with all this fruit. And yeah. It's, I could live there. We, we went to a place where uh, my wife's father's from called Samana. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's paradise. It is paradise. It's, it's paradise. Yeah. Like, there's tons of people around, and I'm, I'm there, and I'm feeling like I'm the only guy there. Like, I'm yeah. the first human to set foot there, you know? It's amazing. The only bad yeah, thing nice. is nice. the driving. Yeah. It's the only oh, bad it's thing. It's terrible. It's like, it? you're like this the whole time. <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing? Why are you driving that way? And I, you know, like, you live in New York. I live in New York. Yeah. It's much worse than the Dominican Republic. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, it's the worst I've ever seen. It's I've the worst, yeah. The world. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, you get in a car in the Dominican Republic, you're taking your life in your hands. It's so scary, dude. Yeah, that's hey, the only hey, bad how thing. have um, like the players like um, being a head coach? I mean, so my son, like I'm, I'm a basketball player. I got my son in the soccer right now. He's four, right? Yeah, and I'm, I'm just competitive as a person. Okay, and like um, he's doing a lot of shielding and a lot of forearming, you know. But he, he's so aggressive, he want to extend it some. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's like when I think about the players, it's like. What are you guys doing as a program to kind of do community outreach or things like that to where youth can have a day? Grow the game. Yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah, I would love yeah. to get my son to be involved and yeah, stuff like that. We'd, we'd love to have him. Uh, we, we do a lot of clinics and, okay. and different events within the community going out doing coaching. Yeah, okay. That'll be me, the other coaches, but also our players as well. And I think it's always cool for, for a young kid, right, to see mm -hmm. a player that they might be able to watch on a Saturday uh, playing in a real game to then be coached by that guy it's like wow like yeah exactly I can touch him you know yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that yeah. adds another level of excitement yeah. and, and hopefully you know another level of um, emotion and love for the game right? right I think you know you as a basketball player when you first start playing what ends up making you good is because you love something right? yep. and when you yep. love something you put more time yep. and effort in yeah, it. yeah. Um, so that, that's what we try and do with the kids you know during the season for us obviously things are crazy but we try and do as much as we can and yeah. you know we know the community it can do with all the help it can get right right, right, we can, right. We can get out there and do stuff so we're yeah. always looking for more more things so if your son's team yeah you know, needs a coach or something let us know yeah. sure <laughs> you mentioned all the different levels you've coached at 
I w- I'm going to guess in this. This is an assumption, but the fan base here, as rabid as any place you've been in terms of coaching, yeah, because they have two different fan groups. Um, they're constantly yelling stuff during the matches. It's really incredible to watch. It, it's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> funny. And, and uh, you guys have been to our games. You've seen the smoke yeah. go off. And mm, yeah, yeah. You've seen how, how good the fans are. Um, well, obviously, Saturday night, we had a big celebration, right? And a lot mm-hmm. of fans are there. And one of the fans comes up to me and says, Coach, listen, uh, I've got to tell you something. I said, all right, what is it? He says, look, I wasn't very happy with you about four months ago. When we <laughs> We're honest in Nebraska, yeah. too. I'm like, all right, all right. I'll be yeah, right. Right. He's like, well, you know what? I love you now. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's yeah. now, now, but who's tomorrow? You won me over. I've learned that soccer is like a... It's like a uh, its own governing body. Like to me, I feel like thinking about like youth soccer and stuff like that. Like it's almost like like I was just trying to like research soccer programs and stuff for my son, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's like three like clubs that are branches of smaller clubs and unions, and I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. I just think soccer is its own. Thing. It's different. Is that way is that true, or is that just how I feel about it? No, I think a lot of people in this country and a lot of parents are in the same position you are. Oh in, man! In terms of their maybe not being the oversight and the governance that they should be. Yeah. So the way it works in most countries is that is the federation will run every single level. Okay. Of yeah. The game in that country, whether it's your son's four year old team or right, you know, the professional team, the federation will oversee everything. Whereas in the US, it's kind of split off into different sections. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, yeah, good luck with that. By yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the reasons yeah. why our national, our men's national program struggles because yeah. it's, it's a development part of it, right? You, if we had a better system sometimes of development, maybe we become more on the national stage in terms of the men. I, I think the progress is, is happening, right? And, and I think from when I first came to the US back in 2006, like, okay. it's been incredible, incredible development. And the federation uh, you know, does a great job with, with a lot of things. Um, I think with it being such a big country and I, I don't know the history behind yeah, it. Okay. So, you know, these two different entities running right. soccer right. in the country. Yep. So I don't want to speak out of term. But I think there's things going on there that make it difficult for the Federation to get their hands around oh, okay. everything, you know. Um, but there's some great programs in the area. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure I'm re- I mean, because like, so my in-laws, their side is like, the, I, the way I am basketball, they are soccer. Mm-hmm. And this is like my first year of actually like trying to, I love soccer, you know, but like I'm trying to like embrace it and get into it yeah. because my son loves it, okay. you yeah. know? And so that's why I'm like, man, maybe I can figure out like, is this a federation or like, you need to go to Barrett's on Saturday morning. Yeah. Hang out with those people. Yeah. <laughs> they, know, they know what's happening. Yeah, so, but that's I, the yeah. soccer community that it's beyond. Both, it's incredible. Yeah, my son is a, his, his greatest offense is his defense. Especially <laughs> when he, he got the elbow out. Yeah, yeah that's probably not. Yeah. The yellow card. Yeah. Um, before we let you go, um, just researching you, you've always been really good developing players. Why? Why do you think, is it because of what kind of player you were the coaching you had, how have you been so good at development? Especially in a league, you know, now this size, everybody wants to go to the next level. Yeah. How have you been so good at developing? Uh, it's another good question. Um, I think I'll probably take it back to when I was a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was chatting with one of my teammates that I hadn't spoken to in four or five years yesterday. And uh, he said to me, you're always a coach. No, oh, wow. You played, you're always a coach. Yeah. And uh, I think that was a nice way of him saying I was always on his case, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, what, what he said to me, and, and which is really true, is I was always looking for ways to get better and, and doing things off my own back. Mm. So I like, either help myself as a player or, or help my teammate. Mm. 
and I think because of that, it, it made me made me more inclined to get into coaching. And then once I got into coaching, I think because I had such a curious mind about how to get better in different aspects of the game, mm. right? I really enjoyed. Okay, like this is a centre back who needs to be good at heading and needs to be good yeah. at this piece of the game. How can I do that for him? How can I help him? Like mm. a player's coach, exactly. Right? Yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to how much you care about the guys as well. Yeah, right? true. Some coaches, all they care about mm. is winning which yeah. is great and, and listen we want to win more than anything but then at the same time if your players are getting better then you're going to win more games right so it makes sense I think the two mm, things definitely. go hand in hand yeah so. No uh, doubt. Yeah. so you got the you're, right now we're taping on a Thursday you have semis on Friday or you have the two matches on Friday and Saturday you guys are playing the teams that play on Saturday the winner of those Saturday match oh so we'll play Friday. the um, Colorado and Madison yeah Colorado and Madison play That's Saturday and then Greenville and Charlotte play tomorrow night okay um so we will play the lowest remaining seed. Oh, okay, so it gets reseeded. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, well, I, I like that. It's cool. Yeah. Um, do you have a preference? You, have you played everybody already? We've played everyone. So you know all the teams. Is Yeah, Madison was our last game. That's, that's where we Okay, and you them. haven't lost. They haven't lost since July 22nd, 21st. I'm not sure that day. Yeah, 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 let's keep that going. In July, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the date, but it's been 14 games. Yeah. I, wrote, Man, I wrote it down someplace. But it's, it's an incredible run. July's 22nd okay. was the last time you guys okay. lost a match. Uh, you've had a two ties or something like that. That's but big time. That's incredible. And yeah. You, you have the challenge now of making sure the guys aren't thinking about that. Obviously, they're thinking about winning, but you don't want people thinking about not losing because you're on a streak. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of superstition and that kind of stuff. You yeah. know how no, it is an athlete. You. Yeah. you have to yeah. kind of manage that, don't you? Yeah, and, and it's a big part of our messaging every day, right, mm. is, is staying focused on the present, focused on what's in front of you. Mm. And today we spoke about, listen, if you're driving a car and you're looking in your rearview mirror or you're looking in your wing mirror there, you're going to crash into the guy in front of you. Right, that's true. Right? You've got to focus on what's coming up next. You can't look at, at what just came. And yeah. Obviously, winning the league was great. Doing it the way we did it was great. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter. Right? Yeah, right. It's all that matters in front of you. And yeah, it's not really about the... I mean, the streak came from just focusing on what's in front of you. Next game. I feel you. I like yeah. it. And we've found different ways to, to message that. The, the mm. same message just wrapped in different ways. Gotcha. And obviously, it's been effective so far, and hopefully it is again in the playoffs. Soon. Awesome. Good luck to you. We appreciate yeah, it. Welcome sure. to Omaha. Belated oh, welcome. May, may we be the last person to welcome yeah. you to get, Omaha. Get this guy some of the food. Yeah, 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 and get him yeah. some food as well. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. Oh, thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Appreciate it. All right, welcome back. Thanks to our guests. We yep. appreciate them for coming and speaking to us and giving us some knowledge. Yep. But now it's time for the keys to the to game. The game. Yep. Northwestern, Nebraska, 2.30. Yeah. Real quick, let me just, for a second. Yeah. I'm so tired of 2.30 games. Why? I'm it, so, they're the worst game. So, if you want to watch football, yeah. right, not just cover the Nebraska game, you want to watch football. You miss the early games. 11. Because you're heading to the game. You're right. And if you do tailgating or whatever. And then yeah. you got to cover the game. And after the game, you miss right. a lot of the night games. All right. Now, that's, that's, those are. It's brutal. I feel that. Yeah. So, we have three weeks in a row. Yeah. Purdue, by the way, is also going to yeah, be a even, 2.30 yeah, game. Next week, yeah. To I, me, I, don't need uh, that. I mean, the easiest answer is, like, be some type of attraction to get the primetime joint. But, like. Or oh, the primetime now is 11 on Fox. That is if you, true. If you're really good, yeah. you go at 11. That is which true. Which would be great. I'd take 11 yeah. o'clock in a heartbeat. Because I get up early. Yeah. All no right. Doubt. Keys and the theme. Yeah. Number one key. Okay. Don't sweat the technique. Whatever the technique is for running, for rushing the passer, don't worry about it. Because if it's Ben Bryant or if it's Sullivan, 
Their offensive line is so bad, <laughs> you're going to get pressure on them. Do not sweat the technique on what you're trying to do to get to the quarterback. You're going to get there. Okay. I have watched three of their games. Mm-hmm. Penn State, whenever Penn State wanted to get in, they could. Howard University right. of Washington, D.C., a traditional you be, black HBCU. college <laughs> with a great band. Don't don't say that, man. Punched him in the face. Don't say that, man. Punched him in Put the face. I've been, on, I've been on campus at Howard, man. Yeah. Some of the greatest yeah. African American broadcasters in our in our business. Yeah, but we know went HBCU to Howard. football ain't. I feel it's you. not necessarily great. I respect but they that. put it on Northwestern almost. I respect that. Uh, so that's number one. That. Shout out to HBCU. Exactly. Yeah. Number two. Uh-huh. Let the rhythm hit him. All right, go ahead. Elaborate. Elaborate on that. Okay. The best way to avoid any red zone issues, because yeah. right now Nebraska, in the red zone, yeah. let's just call them sucky. As a four-year-old would say, they're sucky. Yeah. They're getting in the red zone. They're turning the ball over, <laughs> right. settling for field goals. They're sucky. The yeah. best way to avoid that yeah. is the score before you get in the red zone. But that's our problem. Hold on. Okay. Nebraska's actually been pretty good in big plays. They have more but how 40, many, 50, 60, 70 yard plays. But how many we got? Like all five? But, no, it's like seven or eight of them. Oh, so like if five. you go through the whole if you go through the yeah. whole Big Ten, yeah, for sure. only four teams yeah. have as many big plays mm-hmm. as Nebraska does. They have a lot yeah. of big plays. I so thought look, it was around like five. Northwestern has given up 76 long plays so far. Dang. Tied for eighth in the Big Ten. Yeah. 49 of them through the air, 27 on long run plays. Yeah. Only one team has played six games. Because some teams have played seven, sure. have given up as many as they have, and that's right. Indiana. Right. Get after them with big plays. You don't have to be great in the red zone no. if you're scoring from outside the red zone. Right. So again, let the rhythm hit them and get these young wide receivers in there All to right. get down the field and catch some touchdowns. Yep. Okay. Touch down, touch down the field. Touch, okay. Touch. And then the third one is because the uh, the theme is theme is so far the theme is the third one is move the crowd. Move the crowd. It's time to make a play on special teams. Man. It's time to return a kickoff. Yeah. For a touchdown yeah. or for a bunch of I yards. Feel you. That's where it's time uh, Pierce and L to move in. The, exactly. The there last time Nebraska returned a kickoff for a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> Was 2017, 2017. with 2017. the morning personnel against Arkansas State. I know. Okay, so <laughs> let's. Hey, that's kind of wild if you think about it. It bro. is. It's nuts. It's forever. Like because most Nebraska's had like six returned against them in that time. Man. Okay. Here we go. Nebraska's opponents second highest percentage of touchbacks. So kicking the ball in the end zone. Yep. But the worst team in the Big Ten. At getting touchbacks is Northwestern. Mm. Nebraska's going to have an opportunity to run back kicks. Whether it's Tommy Hill or whomever else is back there, they're going to have a chance to return kicks. And so, now move the crowd, get them in the end zone on a kickoff return. I mean... So nobody got the theme? What? A good guess, bro. Oh, 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 no. Nobody else guessed. So, here's the guess. Here's the the greatest lyricist in the history of... Of oh. hip hop, rap, music is Jay Z and Rakim. Rakim, that is Eric B and Rakim. Uh huh. Those are three songs from Eric B and Rakim. Yeah, that's what I, that, that was the theme this week. I, My I, favorite, yeah, rapper of all time is Rakim. Rap because he said Word. he said this. Yeah, he said I'll take a phrase that's really heard, mm-hmm. flip it, and it's the Daily Word. Yeah, I know that's bars. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> that's bars. Yeah. Uh, you sure. got a score prediction? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh-oh. I think that uh is going to be uh. I think it's going to be 21-6. 21-6? Yeah. 
Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay, you got to say that nowadays. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Nebraska now. You yeah. never know. You never know. You're right. You got to say it now. 21 6. You got 21. That's a good one. I got 27 yeah. 14. Respect. Yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. Okay. I, I like what you're saying better, but I just keep thinking about no, how yeah, they, they I, haven't you know, missed a field goal. I wouldn't be surprised you know? if Northwest only scored six points. Because, mm-hmm. again, they struggle mightily in offense. Yeah, right. Nebraska's defense has played pretty well. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. If Nebraska plays the way they're supposed to play, yeah. is what I'm thinking about. I hope so. I hope so. But you know how sometimes you win the game, then at the end of the game, you put your uh, other strings in and they just sneak a touchdown in. That happened to Nebraska twice this I'm year. I'm like, God. Twice. We and, can't and let that happen. And Nebraska you know? did it to yeah, Michigan. Exactly. So, yeah, sure. We can't let that happen. Um, next week on the show, yeah. the head coach of your alma mater, Creighton University, Greg McDermott, will be our guest. Coach Big Mac. Coach Big Mac. Yeah, Big Mac. Yeah. Opening of the season is November 3rd, exhibition game against Wayne State. Yeah. We will have on coach to talk about getting ready for the I'm, season. I'm supposed to be uh, Expectations. still doing my thing, uh, MCing. With chicken wings? Uh, <laughs> that, You're doing your thing with chicken wings? On the, um, on the, <laughs> DJ, you talking about? Yeah. Okay. Hosting. Hosting, hosting the game. MCing Host, the game. MCing yeah. the game. I couldn't think of what I was trying to say. I was saying, <laughs> doing my thing with a chicken yeah. wing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Want to remind people. Oh, you trying to say, ain't nothing but a thing. Ain't nothing but a chicken wing. guy is crazy. He, go, he, go, he, go. <laughs> he went over my head. That's all right. <laughs> Thought I was a donut and he tried to glaze me. You're funny. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, hey, reminder. Hey, you're better than Buddy. Uh, who's Buddy that uh, made the, um, I forgot his name, black uh, sportscaster. Stu Scott. No, that's my dog. He's like, the best. Mark no, Jones. Not Mark Jones. It was another guy who was hosting. He was um, he was color commentating the Colorado game. Oh, it's about Robert Griffin? No. He's not Robert Griffin? I, I'm going to get back to his name, man. But he was saying stuff like, this looked like the BET Hip Hop Awards. <laughs> that sounds like Robert Griffin. That sounds like Robert Griffin. I'm telling you right now. RG. That sounds like RG3 to me. I was like, bro, you ain't supposed he, to say he, that. You tripping. <laughs> yeah. um, Want to remind you, never a bad time to give or um, get Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks. My me, birthday coming up. Let me tell you about this. You're going to love this. They have something called Build a custom package. Oh, I seen it. I was on the internet a little bit earlier today. So you got seven things uh-huh. you choose from. Yeah. Seven things you can choose from in the build a custom package. They ask you which beef you want. Yeah. You can get the fillets. You can get the strips. Then you want to, what other protein you want. Yeah. Another one. Then you have the side, the dessert. It's outstanding. Phenomenal. Check that out yep. today for the build your custom package yep. over at Omaha 6. And right now, semi-annual sale going on. 50% off statewide, and you can get 30% off special along with free shipping. And on most orders, you get four free hamburgers, too. I know, man. How about that? I, I'm all sick last night. I did, man. And I'm mad because now my freezer is bare of it, oh. and I need some more. All right, so real you quick, uh, you, want, <laughs> you, want the, you want the filet mignon, the New York strip, or the uh, co- <sighs> top sirloin? Uh, I usually roll with the uh, top sirloin. You okay, know, go top sirloin. Then you have more uh, bacon wrapped pork chops, mm-hmm. boneless chicken breast, stuffed chicken with spinach and artichoke. We gotta go with the boneless chicken chicken breast. Okay, all right, that's good. You look, watch your weight. Yeah. Uh, Omaha steak burgers or the filet mignon burgers. Ooh, which one you want? That's tough. I say we will roll with that uh, filet mignon burger. Okay, okay. I haven't had that yet, bro. Then your fourth protein. I gotta now, get that gourmet jumbo franks. Yeah, kielbasa. Roasted garlic asiago chicken sausages or gouda and chicken sausages. And asiago apple, too. Chicken. I'm going to just roll with the typical gourmet franks. Okay, go gourmet you know, franks. I've got a bunch of those in my freezer. Yeah. Stuffed baked potatoes, scalloped potatoes, 
All sound Family good. Family size smash red uh, potatoes or caprese risotto. All sound good, man. I say we go with some stuffed baked potatoes. Okay, stuffed baked potatoes, yeah. and you get a dessert: molten lava cakes, chocolate mousse, and caramel cups. Caramel tart. There you go. Apple tartlets. You know that cheesecake is. Oh, the cheesecake's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> and then you get a seasoning along with that. You get all of that, man. All of that for one hundred and sixty-nine dollars, and again. Put your email in there. Get the discount even better, too, for yourself. So always a good time, as we say, to give Omaha Steaks or get Omaha Steaks for your birthday. Yeah. We want to thank DeMornay Pearsonell for joining us. We appreciate him. And, of course, the head coach of Union Omaha as well. And the whole room. Meg, who did a great job with the nachos, which was like an hour ago. That was great. Yeah. Meg M. We got Zach. He's the one if something breaks, he fixes it. Right. He's and a fix it man. No, he's a white to computer clean guy. I'm, don't know. The fans is watching. The fans. It's my bad, bro. The we got fans, King King Val Elvis. That's my guy. Right. He's the man. That's of course, brother. executive producer Phil McLean and production coordinator <laughs> Matt <laughs> Pittman. For sure. It's all about the titles sometimes, man. It is. All about the yeah, it is. All it right. is. It is. Take us away, sir. Hey, look, man. It's Josh Jones here with my boy Michael Severe. You know how we do it. It's a Let It Fly show. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.